T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tis the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on what doesn't really feel like a Friday, but we're going to call it a feel-good Friday. I'm going to celebrate it like it's a Friday and go home, have some beers. Whether you're having beers or not, you got time. So, why don't you follow me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I'll make it worth your while. Going to make it worth your while this next hour. As we check in with the Joe Rose Show, they do sports in the morning, but they also, public good is in their veins, especially today when they talk with Mayor Jimenez. Also, the Dan Lebetard Show talks about the best, or lack thereof best, basketball movies made in the U.S. of A. Then Hawk and Crowder always having fun. They're actually going to be talking a little bit of sports. So, you get some information, you get some fun stuff, and you get some sports. So, we've got to have little bit of it all right now, especially in these trying times that we're going through globally. And we got to get some headlines, so let's get to them right now. Dolphins owner Stephen Ross has pledged half a million dollars to South Florida coronavirus relief. To date, the NFL schedule has not been altered. After being cut by the Rams yesterday, Todd Gurley was picked up by the Falcons. In other NFC South news, Tom Brady has officially signed with the Bucks. The NBA will close team facilities to combat coronavirus. This season is suspended indefinitely. Marlins minor leaguer Nick Reddy is staying in shape by hunting hogs, then deadlifting them on his back and bringing them back to camp. Cardinal Newman grad Brooks Kepka has donated $100,000 to coronavirus response. The national spelling bee has been put on hold. No details on its future has been given. And now, after a long week and trying times, Let's take a load off and let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Florida man has been reunited with his wedding ring that he lost recently while fishing. Lost? Sure, lost. With the recent rush on toilet paper, a British couple now regrets using multiple rolls as Christmas decorations. Oh man, don't feel too guilty and kill yourself. An Australian mother has made her own reusable toilet paper with rags and a bucket of bleach. Thank goodness my mom did not know of this when I was a child. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain, temperatures in the mid-70s. Waking up in the morning, maybe you're not getting up as early as you used to. I don't know why, just maybe you're not getting up early, early, early in the morning like normal. If so, you may be missing the Joe Rose Show. No worries, I have you covered. If you're like me, maybe you've been missing some of the pertinent news that's going on with the whole coronavirus pandemic once again. Got us both covered. 
Earlier this morning, the Joe Rose Show, they talked with Mayor Jimenez about the big shutdown, spring breakers, a curfew, maybe, maybe not, testing for coronavirus, and something that has us all a little bit worried, the economy. Good morning, Mayor. How are you? Doing good. How about you, Joe? We're hanging in there, man. We're trying to do that combo of of the coronavirus stuff and at the same time try to do a a little bit of sports here with free agency and uh, all the stuff. But let's get to your important stuff. Last night around 9 o'clock, all parks and beaches and casinos and everything, you shut down. Talk a little bit about that decision, Mayor. Well, what we need to do is uh, shut down those places where people start to gather. So the malls, parks beaches, uh, restaurants, bars, lounges, gyms, uh, salons, uh, hair, you know, the hair, hair uh, your barber, your hair salons, your nail shops, tattoo shops, all that needs to close. All of your stores, most of your stores need to close and and, uh, and they're closed and they're shut down today. And so it's about uh, getting fewer and fewer people in contact with each other, uh, getting most of those workers that work there into their homes away from each other, too, and reducing the likelihood that the, that this uh, virus will spread. Essential services are still open. You can go to a grocery store, you go to a pharmacy, you go to a convenience store you can go to you know gas stations that kind of stuff still open uh, people that are producing food transporting food water that's still open we that's what we have to do and, uh, and as we get more and more cases you know we may have to take further action uh, I know that Miami Beach is looking at uh, doing a couple of things that's a little bit kind of unique to Miami Beach because not all areas of Miami-Dade are, are the same. So uh, this was the overall, every, everybody in Miami-Dade has to comply with this. But uh, we, Miami-Dade, or some cities may tweak certain areas as we, again, start to, to limit our, our exposure to, to this virus. And again, Joe, look, uh, it's all our personal responsibility. I hope you guys are at least six feet apart or not, maybe uh, maybe even doing this from your home. And that's what we need to do and take this thing very seriously and knock this thing down. The faster that we take these measures, the, mass, the faster that we do social distancing, the, fast, the faster that we assume that everybody that we come in contact with is, um, is positive and that you yourself are positive and you take those steps to make right. sure you don't infect anybody and you don't get infected by anybody faster that we can get over this and we can get back to our normal lives and then talk about who the heck we're going to draft. South Beach, Spring Breakers, we've seen them partying and having fun. How hard was it to get those young college people out of town and back home to mom and dad? Well, it wasn't that hard. As soon as you close the beaches and the bars and the restaurants and the lounges and the clubs, there's really not much more they can do. And so they figured that this wasn't the place. It looks like they went upstate somewhere, found a different place. And so that's one of the fears that I had was somehow they would end up leaving the beach and then going over to Cranon Park or something like that or Bill Bag. It never came to pass, uh, but in, in any event, we, uh, we we decided to shut down beaches so that ahead of this weekend, because there's a lot of people that are going to be home and they're going to say, oh, the beaches are open, let's go there. And the parks are open. Nope, parks aren't open either. So, you know, it's best for you to stay at your house as much as possible uh, and um, and kind of shelter in place and um, and do that uh, for the duration. And while there's still people out, out and about, because uh, these are people that provide services that are essential to us. The number of people out and about is a lot less than that would be normal. Mayor, have you, have you had discussions or have been in talks with any other county officials about 
a curfew? Curfews are always, uh, you know, something that we could do. But again, um, it's not something that I'm, I'm thinking about right now unless somebody, you know, somebody says, hey, look, a whole bunch of people are gathering here. And, uh, and now we're going to say, OK, that's it. There's really no place to go. All right. So there's no place to go, no place that's open. Uh, I mean, there shouldn't be that many people out because there's really not that many options for you to do anything. And so unless I find, a, you know, ad hoc people somewhere in, you know, in some place, which is not a park or whatever, that uh, they get something going, then I'll say, OK, all right, now I got to do a curfew. I really don't want to take more measures than I really have to. I would hope that we would exercise our own uh, common sense be good citizens, uh, know that this is a serious situation, and stay away from large groups. You know, we've already discouraged that. You know, it's not to say that, you know, something more more drastic isn't coming. There's got to be, you know, I'm sure I'm going to do some other thing uh, in the next, you know, two or three days. But uh, again, we'll see how these measures are working, and then uh, we'll go from there. Mayor, how shorthanded are we in Dade County for uh, the kits, the coronavirus kits that we always hear about? Well, the kits, t- the testing kit is an issue because they, they have a certain protocol. So you have to, they ask you a certain number of questions. And then if you fit inside their protocol, they'll test you. And if you don't, they won't test you. It takes a little while for these uh, uh, results to come out. You know, they may be testing maybe a couple hundred people a day here in Miami-Dade, but that's going to ramp up very soon. Um, I know that Jackson is, uh, and and UM are are getting some uh, different testing capability. There are private testing labs, et cetera, that are coming online. You know, everybody wants to get tested. Well, it's, it's not necessary for everybody to get tested because you could come up negative and still be positive. It all depends on where you are uh, in the in the course of this of this of this disease. And so they try to limit the test to those people that are symptomatic, have some kind of symptoms, have some kind of history that says, hey, maybe we should test them. They have their own protocol, but again, that's CDC and that's the state of Florida. We're not involved in that. Okay. We are involved in trying to help them, but we're not involved in determining who gets who gets tested. Mayor, we got a lot of texts coming in asking about, you know, obviously how hard it was to close all these shops down and close everything down really to help out everything. The impact of small business and the small business owners out there, obviously I can imagine that came up in conversation a million times with you over the last sure. couple of days, but what's it, 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 the small business owners are texting going, well, how long, what should we do? How are we going to survive this? What's your kind of message to them? The how long is it's as long as it takes. Uh, that's the how long. So I don't, I can't give you a crystal ball. I figure it's going to take at least two weeks. If it takes longer than that, then it takes longer than that. The good news, you know, the, the there is the bills that are being passed now in Congress are ones that have the small business owner in mind, and uh, and these bills, which are massive bills, uh, will actually, uh, from what I'm hearing, I heard, uh, you know, I talked to Senator Marco Rubio yesterday. Uh, what they're thinking about and what they hope to pass is something that allows the small business owner to continue their payroll with uh, with grants, not loans, grants for uh, up to six weeks. Wow. And so that's that's real good news because that means that, yeah, you, you're, you're home, you're not working, but you're still getting a paycheck. Obviously, like always, there's bu- the bureaucracy is involved in this. And so I've, uh, I told the, the senator that uh, Miami-Dade County and ourselves and the Beacon Council are working on a plan now to see how we can help small businesses apply for, make sure they get the money and, and keep the payrolls you know going to the people that are now 
uh, at uh, at work. And so if we do that, Stop. then nobody will lose their job. Everybody will have a paycheck. And then when the, when we get over this, then the economy can start rolling again and uh, and uh, skip a beat, but not too many beats. Because really, we had a pretty hot economy going here. We had yeah. uh, unemployment yeah. rate less than 2%, you know, and it was really going well. And all of a sudden, this coronavirus comes and then boom, everything's, you know, grinds to a halt. We need to, we can't, we can't just start momentum again. We need to, as soon as this thing is over, everybody has, you know, the, the economy has to kick in, everything has to open again. People have money in their pockets and then we can move forward. Yeah, we're going to have to pay for it. Uh, because it's eight, you know, over $800 billion, and so there's no free lunch here. But, uh, you know, we can pay for that over time uh, to, to get us back. I think it's a very necessary step, and, and I'm glad for uh, uh, Senator uh, Rubio's and Scott's leadership on that, and this is also something the president asked for. So I'm fully behind their efforts on, oh, on this, and then yeah. I will fight for, and I'm going to fight for the, the little guys, okay, the ones that the hourly workers, to make sure that they get that money gets down to them. That's what it really is intended to, to, hey, to do. Great stuff, Mayor. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad Zach uh, brought that up because the text machine's uh, coming in with that kind of stuff. I wanted to ask you a couple politicians here in town, some oldies but goodies that have been around for a while, uh, tested positive. Uh, you've been hanging out with them from time to time. How are you doing? Well, I was uh, with the same the same individual that uh, that got the the, My- the Miami mayor positive. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he met with Mario diaz Villard up there in Washington, but that's the press secretary to the president of Brazil. I am oh. actually in isolation in my house until Monday, but I tested negative to the coronavirus some time ago. But like I told you, okay, even though I tested negative, and I'm a, I was told is, hey, stay in isolation because you can get you can get uh, symptoms up to 14 days later. I can still come up negative and then all of a sudden still be positive because I didn't have enough virus in my blood or in my system to, to register. I mean, the mayor of Miami, Mayor Suarez, he, he got a positive right away about three days after. And we were in this exact same meeting. I don't know of anybody else that got positive in that meeting. And so that Maybe the mayor got it from somebody else or somewhere else. Uh, maybe not that meeting. So, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I dodged the bullet. Uh, so I'm here at home. I've been working at home throughout this entire episode, and I'll get my freedom on Monday. Uh, but I will be practicing, and, and my my office is going to be looking a lot different than when I left it, yeah. you know, uh, about 10 days ago. So, Mayor, what, what do you tell the wife to stay away from you? Kids, stay away? Or how are you doing that at the house now? No, we, my, uh, the wife, yeah, my wife and I practice social distancing because uh, if I, I am positive, I certainly don't want to give it to her. I have grandchildren that I haven't seen uh, since uh, at least, uh, well, I, I think wow. I saw them uh, over a week ago. And uh, they're at home. Uh, their father is a firefighter. We're, we're going to have to kind of, you know, be separate for a while. But that my, my story is a story of just about everybody here in this town. You have to practice social distancing. People that you may want to see, hey, you know, see them uh, after this thing is over, after we have no more cases, after we can't detect this virus anymore here, then we can come back to our normal lives. But for now, you know, you're going to have to separate right. as much as possible and practice social distancing and take this very seriously. You know, uh, there's a story about uh, a mother, I guess, and two of her children that died up in Jersey. Uh, so, you know, this is not just for the elderly, although they're the ones that get hit the hardest. There there are other other underlying issues with this that right. we don't quite understand as, as how this virus picks and chooses its victims. And so it's serious. Uh, you know, it's got a 
pretty high mortality rate. I mean, when you say pretty high, it's in the it's the one, two, or three percent. Uh, that means you know three out of a hundred uh, that get it, you know, will 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 pass away, or maybe one and a half. We don't ha- we actually don't have that number, and that's what makes this uh, this virus so 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 scary. Mayor, thank you so much, man, yep. for finding time with uh, everything going on. Stay safe, and thank you so much for coming on this morning. So are you two guys, and uh, and be safe. And again, uh, God God bless everybody. Practice social distancing. Uh, wash your hands all the time, and uh, and just uh, right. assume that everybody that's around you is positive, and you're positive too. And then we do that, and we take those measures that uh, we talked about. Uh, everything will be fine. But the faster we do it, the faster we can get over this. Serious stuff, but good stuff from Mayor Jimenez right there with the Joe Rose Show. Netflix, chill, and beer. That is what my weekend is. Yours, probably the same. You don't have to do the beer. You can do whatever you want, but lay low. It's time to lay low. You always say, I need to lay low. I need to chill out. Well, now you have to. You don't need to. You have to. All right. After all that seriousness, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Next with the Dan Lebetard Show here is a little bit of the flavor from that. Same time, so let me count down. You all say it at the same time when I count down from three to one. Three, two, one. They are debating the greatest American-made basketball movies or lack thereof. What will make number one? Five minutes away. This is the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I'm still calling it a feel-good Friday, even though circumstances are kind of strange, because we still have to feel good, especially in strange times like these. So got some feel-good reggae from Lee Scratch Perry, who today turned 84 years old. Feel good with this. That is Disco Devil, been called worse. Now, I'm looking out the window here at the radio station in Little River, and by the looks of it, you're going to have a lot of time to follow me on Twitter this weekend, so go on and do it, at Dan Day Radio. If you know me, you know I like to take in some culture. I like to get out, like to go out, like to hang out. Not going to be doing any of that this weekend because it's not smart and also couldn't if I wanted to. Everything is pretty much closed up, so for the better good, Malelo. You can lay low, too. If you want to hear other episodes of The Best of the Joe Show or any of the shows you hear on this radio station, real simple, all you have to do, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app for free, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. I'm not going to be getting out this weekend, like I said, so Monday, Hawk and Crowder won't have to worry about me. Usually they say Mondays, they know I like to live the life on the weekend. They're like, oh, is Dan going to be here? Well, I'm going to be okay on Monday. And that's okay also. We're going to hear from Hawk and Crowder in just a little bit. They're going to be talking some sports. Plus, going to be playing back those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Kind of the week that was on that show. But right now, we're kicking it to Dan Levitard. He and his guys keeping the show going on a wing and a prayer. Seriously. They're just piecing it together. But they're still giving you great content. Like arguing about the greatest or lack thereof greatest American basketball movies ever made i've got a list in front of me here from usa today i've got a list in front of me of the 20 best basketball movies of all time uh uh yeah you've been waiting for this show all your life now i don't i don't believe uh, i don't believe that over the last 50 years we actually make good 
basketball movies. There are very few of them that you're going to find. But, Stugatz, your favorite basketball movie is what? Uh, Hoop Dreams. All right. So Hoop Dreams was a good one. And on this list, it's number two. It's number two on this list. Um, I, what are the – if you were to list the – have we – has America made five good basketball movies? Yes or no? Put that on the poll, Guillermo, at Lebitard Show. Has America made five good basketball movies? Because – uh, as soon as I saw Ben Affleck, the commercials, now this, this is not fair. It may indeed be a good movie. Uh, I'm reading reviews that says, that say that Ben Affleck did a great job of acting, that it's a bit of a personal story because of his own struggles with addiction and that the character goes deep and it's not just a basketball movie. But Ben Affleck, we would agree that as an actor, Ben Affleck is a kind of a stiff, right? He's almost, he's a better director than he is as, as an actor. And so people are saying, that he did this role well, but when I saw the commercials for this role, and it got a very limited release because of the coronavirus, it had a budget of $40 million and ended up making about $13 million, and now it's going straight to video faster because of everything that's happening with the coronavirus, but that didn't look like a movie that I would see under any circumstances, that there would be any, like, I like sports, I have liked many of Ben Affleck's movies. I watched that, and I was like, I will absolutely not watch that movie. Will you watch that movie, Mike? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because it has good reviews. And, uh, I mean, I-, I do like sports movies. I-, I think they're a bit formulaic. But anytime Ben Affleck actually has praise, because his career grows through the same sort of waves, critically acclaimed, gets an Oscar, then starts taking bad roles, does the big-budget superhero role that gets uh, that gets critically panned, and then he starts doing the art projects again and starts having to uh, do, like, uh, critically acclaimed <laughs> films again. This Let me is ask the cycle, you, Mike? <laughs> on your, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Ben Affleck cycle. He never learns from his past mistakes. Let me ask you a question about this list. Is Forget Paris on there? Let me see if Forget Paris. It is on here. Forget Paris oh, nice. is on here. It's very low on the list. Chris Cody has something that he wishes to say about uh, about what? About Ben Affleck or about uh, way back the movie? I mean, you're saying that there aren't any good basketball movies out there. I can name three right off the top of my head. Space Jam, Semi-Pro, Juana Man. Blue Chips is number 20 on yes! this list. Uh, Juana Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at what I'm dealing with around here. If Joanna Man is where it is you're going with good basketball movies, then I probably don't have much of a chance on this discussion. All right, Stugatz, good job. Excellent work by you. I don't what know do you what want you me to doing. do? What I, was on the floor? What was on the floor? How do you not know we're coming back? It's called a Comrex unit, Dan, and uh, it's on my floor because that's the only spot I could put it, and occasionally it disconnects, and I had to reconnect it. That's what happens when you're doing shows from home. I don't have my... Mike Ryan here. I have nobody here. No, no but here. we're right in front of you. And yeah. I, I, if I showed people over the course of the week the number of times that Mike Ryan and I look like people trying to land an airplane, trying to get your attention while you're doing crunches or you're bent over showing us your butt crack and we can't yeah. get your attention. Both of us waving our arms wildly trying to get your attention. Uh, I have lost seven pounds doing that exercise this week. We were talking about this USA Today list of the best basketball movies that have been made. I don't believe that America has made five good basketball movies in uh, in my lifetime. Uh, congratulations, by the way.
the way, uh, Stu Gatz, today is the 50-year anniversary of the Knicks uh, winning something. The 50-5-0. <laughs> that is half a century. Thanks. Uh, the New York Knicks haven't won anything in half a century. Uh, but so this list, uh, this list of basketball uh, movies is 20 long. And Billy, what do you have there? Didn't the Knicks win in 1973? Did they win in 1973? They won 72-73. Uh, uh, so it's not 50 years? Okay. I, I think they won in 70. Maybe it's the f- anniversary of the first time they won. That is a good correction, Billy. Uh, so congratulations. It is uh, close to the anniversary of 47 years when the Knicks won the championships. Uh, there it is, Stugatz. Billy just gave you uh, three years of joy back. Uh, Thanks. When were you born, Stugatz? When, 19, when? 1972. I mean, listen, I was born right after all the winning was done. And the Jets got a Super Bowl in 69, the Mets got a World Series, and then I was born. Do you think there's any correlation between your your birth and then all the New York franchises (laughs) that you root for? falling under disease so here what here's what we've got we've got uh blue chips is number 20 do you think that that you think that should be much higher right uh shaquille o'neal nick nolte anthony hardaway it should be uh it's number three on my list then well do you have your list in front of you do you have your list of top uh what do you have how long is the list of because anytime there's list radio you leap into action nothing gets your attention more than list radio what do you have what does your list look like all right well i have number five at number five a tad bit overrated i have hoosiers at number five i have dan i have uh at number four i have a movie that i love i don't know if many people like it i know the guys like it but coach carter comes in at number four for me coach c not coach k uh at number three i have blue chips at number two, I have Hoop Dreams. And then at number one, it hasn't even been released yet, but it's the 10-part series Michael Jordan documentary. That <laughs> okay. is number one. Yes, uh, and we don't know. It seems like ESPN is teasing us a little bit, saying that it is coming soon instead of coming in June. A lot of people are speculating that perhaps, and I don't have any information for you, that perhaps that 10-part documentary oh. is going to release early as ESPN is pretty starved for content. But number 19 is Cornbread, Earl, and Me. Lawrence Fishburne. Number 18 is Glory Road. Number 17 with Billy Crystal as an NBA referee is Forget Paris. Number 16 is an abomination. The Basketball Diaries. Leonardo DiCaprio played basketball so poorly that everyone should be offended by how bad the basketball was in that movie. Number 15 was Above the Rim. Terrible. Number 14, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. Uh, Doesn't hold up even though in 1979 it was pretty good. Number 13 is O have any of you seen O? I've never even heard of the movie O. Number 12, and this is how bad our basketball movie history is, Uncle Drew at number 12. Number 11 is the aforementioned Coach Carter. Number 10 is Space Jam. Number 9 is Finding Forrester. Yes, Chris, 10 at 10. Space Jam is number 10. I'd put Space Jam in the top five. I'm with you on that. Number 9, as I said, Finding Forrester. Number 8, and this again is how bad our basketball history is, The Way Back, starting... 
Ben Affleck is already number eight. Number seven is Teen Wolf. I'll give you Teen yes. Wolf, even though I felt that was more of a werewolf movie. You know what? Put it on the poll at Levitard Show. Was Teen Wolf a werewolf movie or was it a basketball movie? Number six was Love and Basketball. Number five already, Uncut Gems. I don't, was that a basketball movie? I don't feel like that was a basketball movie. I mean, Kevin no. Garnett was in it. The big ticket. I mean, I, thank you, Stugatz. Number four, White Men Can't Jump. I'd put that in the top five. Number three, Hoosiers. I, I thought Hoosiers was really overrated. Number two, Hoop Dreams. And are you ready for number one? Are you ready? What's missing here? Can you think? Can any of you imagine what's missing here? Oh, everybody wants to get in here. Billy and Tony and Chris all want to get here at the same time. So let me count down. You all say it at the same time when I count down from three to one. Three, two, one. He semi-pro. Got game. Two street ball. <laughs> semi-pro. <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> it's he got game. One of you got that right. Just for the record, the greatest basketball movie ever made, White Men Can't Jump. I'll stand by that until the day I die, or until they make a movie greater than White Men Can't Jump. And just for the record, I used to be able to jump. I dunked a basketball once, and I'm only five foot ten. That was... Years and years and years ago when I played high school basketball in New Orleans. You had to dunk or else you would get murdered in New Orleans. Okay, that's the Dan Levitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560. The Joe, they joked around a lot. Hawk and Crowder, they joke around a lot too. But next, they're actually going to be the bastion of sports for this station today. So, if you hadn't gotten your sports fix yet, Hawk and Crowder have you next, oddly enough. Plus, it's a feel-good Friday. So, more feel-good music on the way here at the Best of the Joe Show. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day and big birthday ups to cash money millionaire Manny Fresh, 51 years old today. Fresh. You might be saying that's not our typical feel-good Friday reggae music. No, but big timers always makes you feel good. Plus, my man, Manny Fresh, having his 51st birthday. Figured I'd play a little bit of the old Still Fly for you. Speaking of New Orleans and birthdays, Saints great Ricky Jackson turned 62 years old today. Some musical birthdays. Alex Capranos of Franz Ferdinand, 48. Chester Bennington, late lead singer of Lincoln Park, was born on this day in 1976. R.I.P. Spike Lee. That's not really music. I guess that's sports. That's directing. 63 years old. Sports, though, definitely. Sting. No, 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 no. Not the lead singer of The Police, but Sting, the wrestler, a.k.a. Steve Borden, 61 years old. I grew up idolizing Sting. Man. And, of course, the godfather of Miami, Pat Riley, 75 years old today and still doing it like he was 25 years old. So, Pat Riley, happy, 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 happy birthday. Hawk and Crowder, they're always celebrating birthday or no birthday. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Earlier today, they got into sports. What? Hawk and Crowder getting serious about sports. Oh, yeah, it's serious times. Talk about Brady actually putting the pen to the paper. Also, should we give the whole draft up for Joe Burrow? And then, headlines. Does it feel like Friday? No. Not to me either. 
<laughs> Not at all. Friday! Hey! Hey! Get through it like we always do. It's official. Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I mean, lay out the... Uh, and uh, there is some sports and free agency going on, so we'll keep you entertained as best we can while knowing a lot of people are working from home and other people are just home because they've got no work right now. Yeah. So uh, we'll do our best to do our part. It is official. Tom Brady's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And so my thought when I saw it this morning and he was putting pen to paper, as a Dolphins fan, it is over. It's it's finally <laughs> over. Yes. There's, I mean, years upon years of knowing that the Patriots were going to win the AFC East. There was no question. I lived through it with my career. Your entire career. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a question of winning the division sans the one time. but He had to tear his ACL for us to win it. But it really, it has never been a question of is New England going to win the AFC East. It was always can we sneak into a wild card spot. And as of this morning, when he signed on the line, which is dotted... <laughs> Long dolphin nightmare is over. I mean, we're, in all honesty, I don't want to make it greater than it is, but this is the unburdening of a fan base. And I know this is a weird time to feel that way, but we're embarking on something totally new. I would take it one step further, too. If you think of all the quarterbacks that have been in play this offseason, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Mm -hmm. Cam Newton, Nick Foles, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, the list goes on and on. Guess whose name never came up in any discussion? It's the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And so now take that a step further because, trust me, they're not moving forward. Now, maybe next season, Ryan Fitzpatrick, but their plans moving forward are not Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen. No. Trust me. The answer is no chance that that's their plan. They are going to draft a quarterback. Yes. And the question is who? So will it be Tua Tagovailoa? Will it be, as Dave Hyde suggested in the Sun-Sentinel today, Joe Burrow? I have no problem with it. Dave Hyde in the Sun-Sentinel suggested trade your three first-round picks. Call Cincinnati right now. Offer them all three first-round picks so you can go get Joe Burrow. Oh, <laughs> it's going to take all three. I'll tell you, I think I would do it. And by the way, if the Dolphins were going to do that, I'd make it public. I would put it right on the Bengals yeah. to let their fan base know either we're passing up on three picks because then you're putting massive pre- If you really want Joe Burrow, yes. if you feel like, and I don't know how the Dolphins feel, but if you really do want Joe Burrow, and you feel like you've shored up the missing pieces during free agency, you've still got some money left to shore it up even more, and you're going to have second-round picks and third-round picks, if you feel like Joe Burrow is the guy, I make it public because then I put all the pressure on Cincinnati because then they are saying Joe Burrow is the next greatest thing. We are sure of it. There's no way anyone can pry him from our hands. And then there's a massive amount of pressure. Not that there, not that there wouldn't be for the Dolphins, but again, the Dolphins are going to have a whole bunch of new faces. It's not the Saints giving up their entire draft for Ricky Williams. You'd be talking about three first-rounders, but you've been very active in free agency. I think Joe Burrow's great. Again, maybe it's Tua. Maybe it's two first-round picks to move up to number two or three to get two. I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you, they're going to get a quarterback. I was I was just going to say, if because I was willing to give up the first in, was it, 26 to go up and get two at two, three, whatever we had to move up, because now I'm scared of the Chargers jumping without Phillip Rivers being there. But now you have to give a third 
to go up to one and get that guy. And as you talked about it, and when you told me the first three-round picks, and I, I, I whimpered a little bit now, I wasn't excited about it. I always said, if you, as, if you have said two is your guy, you've evaluated him for years and said, this is the franchise changer. This is the franchise guy that we were looking for since Marino, since the list on honktoughlikeagoose.com t-shirt with the lemons and the hennies and the, and the becks and all those guys, the feelies. And you have said Joe Burrow is the future. Is three first-rounders too much? If they say he's the guy and you believe that, do whatever it takes. That's what I think. Do whatever it takes. What Dave Hyde, part of what he wrote in the Sun Sentinel was, answer this. Would you trade Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, Minka Fitzpatrick, and your fifth pick in this draft to hopefully solve the franchise's main problem over the past two futile and frustrating decades? Because that's what you're doing for Joe Burrow. You would be trading because that's how you that's how you accumulated those picks. So would you trade Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, Minka Fitzpatrick, and your fifth pick overall in this draft to get the quarterback if you deem him the next great thing? And to me, it's almost a no-brainer. If it was Patrick Mahomes, if it was Deshaun Watson – no question, yes, because those guys are the future. There, We're going to be talking about those guys in 12, 15, 20 years from now. The question of Burrow and Tua and Herbert and Love, the question of them, and even Tua's, in, um, um, Tua's injury is his question. People don't talk about Burrow. Burrow's longevity isn't there. Burrow had one amazing season. Now, 70 touchdowns, and I talk about it, seven touchdowns in that semifinal game. That was an amazing performance I watched, and in the National Championship game, you just he, he is a hell of a player. If you can guarantee me or one of these evaluators tell me, Crowder, look to me in my eyes and say, evaluate, it'll be Chris Green, Brian Flores. He is on the level of Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. He's there. Then you do it. Bro, give your roster to somebody because now that's where the league is going. We saw it in the Super Bowl. A great run game out of the 49ers. A great defense. Everybody, we were watching the game together at Dave & Buster's. We were all waiting for Patrick Mahomes to do what he does. And, and if I said to you, by the way, would you trade all three of your first-round picks right now for Deshaun Watson? Would oh, you do it? You can have all of them. In a heartbeat. You can have 14 of in them. In a heartbeat. Now, you've got to make the determination, if you're Chris Greer, that he's the next Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Like, you, you've got to be sure if you're going to do that. But they if you can't are, can't be Nick sure. Foles. Let's get to headlines here with Alejandro Solana before we move ahead. The Broncos and Melvin Gordon have yeah. agreed to a two-year deer, deal, deer. I should say, worth $16 million. Two-year deer. A two-year-old deer for A two-year-old deer We're talking about Melvin Gordon. Three first-round picks, I and mean, they're giving up livestock? We could have thrown in a couple hermit crabs <laughs> and uh, a squirrel. It just took one two-year-old deer. <laughs> it's a thousand <laughs> raccoons by my house. We got action. All right, what else, Solana? Todd Gurley. <laughs> Going to get your dad mad at me on Twitter again. <laughs> Todd Gurley <laughs> signed a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons, $6 million. Yeah, I, why not, I guess, if you need a uh, – they got rid of Devontae Freeman, right? Yes. If you need a running back, that seems to me like pretty low risk. You asked me about Todd Gurley, and I said no, no, no. And then we just gave uh, Jordan Howard $5 million. They gave him six. Right, so ours was two years, $10 million. I don't know if the second year is guaranteed or not, but w- which one would you rather have? Gurley. Yeah. <laughs> and I was against it yesterday when right. I saw the numbers. But for five mil. It's one more million. Yeah. We take that chance. Yeah. Tom Brady officially signed with Tampa Bay, as Hawk said before. Two-year deal, $50 million, all guaranteed, plus $9 million in incentives. So, essentially, 
thirty million a season guaranteed. Yeah, which uh, we said it yesterday. That's a no brainer for Tampa. Yes, no brainer. And, and he beat Drew Brees. He beat um, yeah, yeah, Philip Rivers. Yeah, I think you know what he, that whole thing. You know, those coaches go through. I have to be the highest paid. Nick coach. Saban's got that clause right where whatever the highest paid coach in college football, his contract has to be one dollar more. Yes, and I think Brady wanted. We talking about the respect yeah. and the love. Brady wanted to beat out those vets. And Makes sense. What uh, what else you got? Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross has pledged five hundred thousand dollars in South Florida coronavirus relief. Yeah, for a uh, what was it, elderly and something else and like youth. that's yeah. yeah, and that's the beginning of it. Like they're uh, they're ramping up donations. One thing you can't question Stephen Ross on is being frugal. That man will spend money. He will give money. Well, frugal's will, the opposite. I mean, of that. um, uh, yes, just uh, uh, philanthropic. Cheap. There we go. Cheap. You can't say the man's cheap. Oh. You, I, I'm, I'm sorry. saying you can't question you him can't about being say, frugal. Right. You, yes. I got you. Okay. Yeah, you can't question him. With no, the stadium, he, with he, the money, absolutely. he is absolutely free agency right now. Yep. He is spending money. I got it. Is Omar coming on today? Uh, I think so in the 4 o'clock hour. Because Omar has been questioning the decisions. I'm going to get on Omar today right. about it. Big Ben I'm says. I'm right for a fight. Let's go. That's Friday. Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Friday. Fight Friday. Big Ben says he is. Th- oh, new segment. Big Ben <laughs> says he is throwing without pain and feels younger. He says he has no doubt he'll come back and play well this season. He's another guy. Like, I don't think Phillip Rivers is going to mount anything this season. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger's got much left either. I love the guys that throw tennis balls in their backyard with their dog and say, I'm ready to play in the NFL. You remember what Ben Roethlisberger looked like at the end of last season when they were showing him on the sideline? Bad. Yeah. Old and bad. ESPN is filling their primetime next week, Monday through Thursday, by re-airing the eight-part O.J. Simpson documentary. Do what you got to do. O.J. said he's going to go crazy with no golf courses. They said if they close down the golf courses, he's going crazy. I hope he doesn't come to Florida. You know what happens when he goes crazy. I slap OJ. That <laughs> big ass head will tumble over. If you slap OJ, he'll do three cartwheels. <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> Anything else? Finally, guys, some really cool news. The supermarket Seranos opened up 400 positions at its supermarkets for Versailles and La Carreta workers after their dining rooms were ordered to close. Yeah, we uh, we were talking about this before yeah. the uh, show started. I was telling Crowder. So Versailles had to lay off, uh, and, and I didn't realize La Carreta as well, had to lay off a whole bunch of employees. And Sedano's supermarkets are one of the businesses right now that are actually ramping up employees because they need help sanitizing, and they need help stocking shelves and whatnot. And so uh, they are taking these displaced food service workers right now on what they call hopefully a temporary basis. And then uh, when the pandemic and the quarantine, for lack of a better term, is over, they'll be able to go back to their jobs at Versailles and La Carreta. It's nice, and, to, uh, nice to see that. And people out there, these workers at the grocery stores have no pull on inventory. They have no pull on lines. Stop giving these people a hard time. I've right. seen it too much over the last You're couple give weeks. someone a hard time. If you see someone uh, walking out with a cart with uh, 90 rolls of toilet paper, give them a hard time. There you go. Follow them to their car and yell at them. Don't give Sam in the apron a hard time. The old lady, she's 60. She's, she's, she's bagging groceries. What does she have to do with this? Leave that lady alone. Right. It's getting on my nerves now. If you see, yeah, there's only two things of syrup left, only take one. Love and respect. I'm about to go to the store right now. If there's five cases of beer, I'm only taking four. I'm leaving one behind. Got to stock up in times like these. I'm also going to get some serious items. I'm not all party, 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 but that is kind of the main reason I'm going to the store right now. Always having fun, enjoying life, but also being responsible. And that's kind of what the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers are. They're very, very fun. 
but they're seriously fun. Here they are. Highlights. Highlights. Crowd. Crowder. Crowd pleasers. Crowd pleaser. Bienvenidos al hockey crowder show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. Well, happy Saint Patrick's Day to you, my young lass, Brady Quinn. Highlights. Hey, now, gotta wrap it up. You don't mess with a girl. You gotta put some on that thing. Now put some on it. Let's wrap it up. Two teams. I know that you're an, you're an artsman. I did not know that you were semen. There's a highlight. You're going to get women that want dudes with money. You're going to, that's called gold diggers. You're going to attract gold diggers or you're going to get robbed. Those are the two things that happen when you wear $100,000. Bruce Lee fans. Hey, guys. I didn't know you guys were there. Caught me by surprise. Let's wrap it up. Only one can truly call themselves the Tigers from Death Valley. Go back on your dessert retreat, as Solana called it, and have yourself some bananas foster while we're all isolating. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Come by surprise. The College Football Championship. Tua Tangabaloa pronounces his last name Tangabaloa. I'm sorry if you don't see the N in there. He pronounces it Tangabaloa. I pronounce it Tangabaloa. Mama name him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. Who's I'm on it? Let's wrap it up. While we're all isolating. I didn't know you guys were there. Seaman. 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 I'm pleased. Only ones are gonna be in a roar after the game tonight. There's gonna be one champion tiger. Always love the sound effects at the end. Always having fun with the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 Joe with Hawk, Crowder, Solana, and myself. Be sure to tune in real quick. Happy birthday again to the great one, Pat Riley. Here is a little bit of Riley speaking at Dwayne Wade's retirement. Now it's time for that old coach again, Pat Riley. Pat's. Extraordinary basketball knowledge, integrity, and passion for the game has helped this organization achieve greatness. Pat teaches each of us in his organization the importance of accountability, first to ourselves and then to each teammate. Pat's philosophy of being the hardest working, best conditioned, most professional, toughest, meanest, nastiest team in the NBA, is the mantra I lived by for 16 years and the mantra I will continue to live by in my second act. Dwayne Wade showing some love to the birthday boy, Pat Riley. That's how we're going to end this great week. Hopefully you have a great weekend and even better week next week. Take care of yourself. I am Dan Day, and this is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 